When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chris Rogers will be a big part of the commentary team. He's been good enough to join us this morning. G'day, Chris. G'day, Jules. How are you? I'm very well, mate. I'm not going to get your thoughts on, you know, the David Warner um, stance and your opinion on that, but I'm just interested with your coaching hat on and being sort of Andrew McDonald today. This comes out as you start trying to begin or prepare for a test match. Is it is it any sort of distraction at all as a coach? Does it need to be addressed or is it simply business as usual? Uh, you think it probably would be a little bit of a, a distraction. I mean, right on the eve of, of the test match, um, I can't imagine Davies, you know, in, in the greatest space uh, mentally. So he'll he'll have a, a you know a little tricky bit of work to do just to make sure that everyone's um, focused and, and ready to go. Um, but you know, with this side, it's a, it's an experienced side. Um, they should be able to focus on the task at hand and and. And deal with those distractions at a at a, a later date or even after the game. Have you seen Dave Warner's form, Chris? Uh, Andrew McDonald was, was was said he's in good form. He's hitting the ball well. We know we don't know how much longer he's going to play Test cricket for. Even he said on Fox Cricket the other day he's not sure when uh, he'll pull up stumps when it comes to Test cricket. How do you think his form is at the moment? Uh, it's yeah. I mean, he he still has his moments where he looks he looks incredible. Um, there's probably that consistency probably doesn't have uh, like you used to at, at different times. Um, so that's, that's maybe a little bit of an issue. And, and then you wonder, you know, um, where he is with his, with his own life and, um, and his own thoughts about, about his career. So that, that's something that only he'll know. But um, clearly he still is one of our, our best players and, and one of those players who, who impacts the game so much. So... Um, I'm sure Andrew McDonald and, and these uh, and the and the selection committee are just trying to milk every last run out of him. As expected, if Pat Cummins didn't play, Scott Boland uh, would get his opportunity. That's the way it's played out. Nathan Lyon was glowing in his praise of Scott the other day, saying he believes he's an even better bowler than he was 12 months ago when he burst onto the scene with that amazing game at the MCG on Boxing Day. Uh, what's your thoughts on how his bowling's even developed in the last 12 months? Um, yeah, it's probably just been confidence, really. Um, I guess this time last year, that you know, he didn't, he didn't really know where he sat um, in international cricket. But to have the success he did, I mean, I've, I've watched him closely uh, over the last kind of six months, um, and he's been tapering his, his preparation to, to play in these Test matches because he knows that this is, you know, this is what's going to define him a little bit. So. Um, so yeah, the way he's going about, it, he's, an, he's another professional. You, you don't, you don't really haven't really seen the change in his personality or anything. It's probably just that, that, that belief that he knows now that he's, he's good enough to play international cricket, and that's a little bit of a hurdle. So um, it'll be really interesting to see how he how he performs over the, the next five days and, and beyond. But he's going to be an important cog in that wheel because they you know, can't rely on on the big three. Um, bowlers to, to do everything with, with so much international cricket coming up. So he's going to play a really important role in, in 
in that test side. Speaking of Chris Rogers, he'll join Jared Whateley, Adam Collins, Simon Caddish, Damien Fleming, Ian Bishop, Barat Sunder Racer from 2pm today for day one of Australia v West Indies, the second test at Adelaide Oval. I guess we've seen in the squad Lance Morris, which is a bit of a, I guess, a selection for the future. You would have coached against him, seen him up uh, close. He's got a great record at Shield level this year. How exciting a prospect is he given the sheer pace that he does uh, have in his arsenal? Well, I think if you talk to the, uh, the state batters, they'll, they'll be pretty happy that he's, uh, he's, he's not played for Australia, really, because he, um, he's, he's pretty scary. I mean, I can remember, you know, the days of facing Sean Tate, and it was, you know, to have some a bowler like that in, in state cricket who is scaring batters and uh, intimidating um, intimidating them is, is, you know, it was it, it was a it was some hairy times back then, so... You know, I think he's he's deserved it really. That his performances have been outstanding, and and if you look around, he's almost the point of difference uh, in that Western Australia side. They've got a lot of skill, but it's that kind of enforcer role that he does. He breaks breaks partnerships when you need it to, and and things like that. So I think if he gets his chance, he's he's going to do a pretty good job, and and it'll be interesting, uh, even in 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 tours, maybe even in Asia or you know places like that where where the wickets are a bit flatter. He might actually be that impact bowler who changes the game. So looking forward to seeing what, what he can bring. See, the Aussie batsmen wouldn't be that keen in facing him in the nets, would they, by the sound of it? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I saw Cam Green kind of step away, I think, yeah, um, <laughs> yesterday. I'm not sure uh, if I'd done that to Mitch Johnson, he wouldn't have bowled the ball straight at my head. So I don't know what, <laughs> what's happening there, but... Um, but yeah, obviously he's um, he's very very uh, very fast though, so it is quite scary at times. Chris, what are you expecting from the West Indies in this game, led by their captain um, Craig Brathwaite in the first test? They dug in admirably, um, you know, that went the five days and they showed a, a bit of guts with the back. Can can you see them pushing Australia even further in this game? And if they are to do it, what do they need to do better? Uh, I think it's going to be a challenge because I think this pitch is going to be a, a bit more in it. So. Their batsmen are going to find it um, probably harder. Um, and it, it really means that their bowlers have got to perform a bit more, not just bowl a good spell here and there. They've got to put some sustained pressure on, on the Australian bats. But I think when it comes to their batting, um, it's not going to be the, that flat wicket where they can just dig in for long periods of time. So it's going to be really, really challenging uh, for them. Um, but hopefully they can show that that fight that they did in that, that first test um I think a, a few people thought they might just roll over and, um, and concede, but, but the fact that they, they feel hard was, was good signs and, and shows they've got some good players in their, in their team. We're, I think we're all excited going into the series to see what Alzari Joseph could do. He certainly wasn't at his best in the first innings, but he showed a little bit of what he's made of in the second innings. Given there's a bit more in this wicket, is, is he the one that can trouble the Australian batting lineup? Yeah, well, he probably has to be, really. I mean, it, he, he's the one who... Who can change the game for them? I mean, they've got some, they've got some, um, some handy bowlers, but but he can really break it open. So uh, I think that it's not, you know, Test cricket's not just about bowling a good spell here or there. You, you, you've got to do it every time you get the ball in your hand, and, and that's the challenge for for him and, and the others there as well. So um, you know, maybe with the with the, the pink ball, that that's that's going to give him a bit more encouragement. So. Um, hopefully they, you know, they can put some pressure on the, the Aussie bats. 
Chris, we had one of your boys on the show yesterday, Will Sutherland, who's made a, a great start to the season with the Bush Rangers, particularly the last match, uh, man of the match with nine wickets and a pretty handy 39 with the bat. What have you made to his start to the summer? And, and why do you think there's been a bit of improvement there with Will this summer? Uh, look, he's been incredible, really. I, I, I think I have been, and, and everyone has been surprised uh, with how good he's been. I, I think of the five games he's played, he rested for one, but the five games he's played, he's probably been our best player four times, which is really unbelievable if you think about it. So um, he's performing consistently. What I like is when Scotty Boland went away um, to, to the Australian camp, that there was a lot of responsibility needed to be put on other people's shoulders, and he was the one who, who stood up. And, and and in the last two games, he's you know he's bowled the house down. He probably he bowled us to a, a victory in this last game, um, and, and even against Tasmania MCG, he nearly got a done for us as well. So I'm I've just been so impressed with the the way he goes about it. The other thing he does, he's he's a, he's a natural leader. He's mm. you know he's the hardest worker in the in the gym. Um, he drags other people along, um, and he's just so determined to win. So, I, I didn't know whether um, you know what his future would be like, but but seeing what he's done over the last few months, this you know the sky's the limit for him. He's he's got some stiff competition in in Cam Green and Aaron Hardy, yep. um, but but you know he's he's the kind of guy he'll, he'll love that competition. So um, I'm looking forward to see what he's got for the for the, the short and long-term future. Just finally, on that, he admitted yesterday he likes the longer form of the game. That's where he's had more success. But given the strengths that he's got as an all-rounder, the power that he's got, can you see him becoming a a very good player in the short form of the game as well? Yeah, I mean, with, with the bat, yeah, definitely. If you, you, You've got that much power. You just need to find a way to, to get it done. He's, he's, he's always had a little bit of a problem with the short ball and that, and that um, makes it difficult for him at, at times trying to line the ball up. Um, and then with the bowling, he, he, he tends to angle the ball in. So he's going to have to find a, a, a few defensive qualities with, with the ball. Um, but he, he's the kind of guy who will. He'll, he'll do everything he can to, to find out how he can he can improve. Um, um, but the, you can see the confidence growing in him. I think that that's the, the most, one of the most important things. So... Hopefully this BBL, he, he performs um, better than he has before because he'd, he'd be the first one to say he's probably, he's probably underperformed when it comes to the, the T20 format. Well, Chris, always great to catch up. Uh, enjoy day one of the second test over there in Adelaide. Thanks, Julian. Thanks for having me.